0: Hello, guys, welcome to the Cryptonary podcast. Today I'm here with the CEO of Nansen AI. We spoke about uh, his love for Ethereum in 2017, why he created Nansen, what you all can do with Nansen AI because it's a very nice tool to have, and also the future of Nansen and some things he is really interested in regarding NFTs. Cryptonary's hosts and guests are not registered financial advisors, all opinions are Cryptonary's alone. Nothing discussed in the podcast should be considered as investment advice, or should be relied on upon investment decisions. This podcast is purely for information and entertainment purposes only. Now I've said all this, let's go. Hi guys, I'm here with the CEO of uh, Nansen AI, his name is Alex, and before we start talking about Nansen, I wonder if you could give us a short background about who you are and how you got into crypto.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. So my background is in artificial intelligence. I graduated at the, from the University of Edinburgh in 2010. I moved into management consulting for a few years uh, to learn more about the world of business, and then moved on to a European media group where I was a data science manager for four years. And in 2017, I started working in crypto. I was fascinated with Ethereum. So that's the thing that brought me in and effectively I felt like I could create value in the intersection of crypto and data, where I saw there was an abundance of data but not that many mature analytics products. Frankly, so worked on a few different projects, both you know in a startup in Hong Kong and then as a consultant to projects like ZeroX, which is a decentralized exchange protocol, and then in 2019, I ended up co-founding Nonsense.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that Ethereum got you into crypto because most of the people they get in it because of Bitcoin. I wondered why did Ethereum attract you more than, for example, Bitcoin?
1: Yeah, it's a funny thing because I learned about Bitcoin obviously very, I mean, not very early, but I remember talking about it seriously in like 2012, 13, not super early, but obviously a few years before Ethereum. And I was kind of one of those uh, classic haters, like I didn't get it. I thought, you know, this is going to be useful for a very small part of the population. Maybe it's going to be used for like money laundering and things like that. So I didn't really understand it very well, then and I didn't give it uh, a chance. In hindsight, of course, I should have. I also felt that from an investment perspective, it was very risky, because you might be betting on the wrong horse. So even if you liked or believed in the potential of blockchains, like how do you know that Bitcoin is the one that's going to work out?
0: Basically, like with the internet, right? Like with email.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of one way to think about it. So with Ethereum, the way it was presented to me was, hey, this is actually a platform, which means you can have a lot of different applications, including a lot of different currencies issued on top of it. And if those applications become successful, the underlying platform should accrue some value. So from an investment perspective, I just found Ethereum to be more interesting, and that was why you know I, the first crypto that I bought was actually Ether back in 2017, right before the ICO boom and all that stuff. And so I, I just found it you know a bit more interesting. Also from like an intellectual perspective, it seems like with this universe of different things that you can create on top of the blockchain, surely there's going to be a lot of innovation happening. Um, I see. Yeah, I see. that's how I got into it. Hmm.
0: And later you uh, started uh, Nansen probably like as a startup. I wonder, could you like tell our listeners what Nansen is and give us some like background on how you started it?
1: Absolutely, Nansen is a analytics platform. And what we do is we read out all the transactional data from public blockchains like Ethereum. And then we enrich that transactional data with entity information and behavioral labels. And so that means you can answer questions that you normally cannot answer if you only have the blockchain data. So, one thing that's unique about blockchains is that the transactional data is all publicly available. So, anyone can see that address A sends $100 to address B. But the problem is that you don't know uh, who A and B actually are, and you don't know much about them as entities that transact. And so, we have At this point, almost 100 million addresses labeled up. And those labels can be, you know, Coinbase wallets, they can be be Binance wallet, they can even be, you know, venture capital firms like A16Z or Paradigm, or even, you know, market makers like Alameda or Wintermute. So this information allows you to understand, you know, not just what's happening, but which entities are doing what. So if you see a new token, if you see like a smart contract that people are using, you might want to know who is actually engaging with it, right? And so you can use Nonsen to understand who is putting capital into different DeFi protocols, for example, or, you know, which NFT influencers are buying which collections. And that effectively allows you to discover new opportunities and perform due diligence when you're navigating these very crazy <laughs> markets that crypto markets are
0: yeah, and I wondered like it's a very innovative product, and there were similar things on the market, but I don't think they were like Nansen. I wondered how did you come up with this idea, and how did you put it into work?
1: Yeah, there have been some somewhat similar products. Traditionally, on-chain analytics platforms have focused on the illicit use of cryptocurrencies, so trying to track down you know people who do scams or hacks or even money laundering on the blockchain and their customers would be, you know, tax authorities, law enforcement and so on. But in our case, we figured, hey, we think this information is actually really valuable and should be accessible to the people themselves who are active within the crypto space. So it was kind of a, in some ways, the technology and the data is somewhat similar to some of those other products out there. but. Our focus on solving problems for crypto people and crypto native people like funds and individual investors, that's the thing that is very different. Of course, when we focus on these crypto investors, that also means we have a really tight connection to the markets. So our customers would expect that we can label up new smart contracts very, very fast. right? So if there's a new smart contract, there's a lot of capital flowing into it. Our customers expect that we are able to label that within an hour. For example, that's a totally different game than, say, providing analytics for like tax authorities, because obviously, you know, the tax authorities will not be looking at blockchain data at, in real time, right? So, so yeah, and they have
0: uh, different priorities too, right? Like, absolutely, yeah, yeah.
1: And so, some people have described Nansen as like, we're very good at surfacing the good labels. You know, like who are the top investors. You know, who are the top yield farmers? What's the smart money among all these millions of addresses? Whereas the other on-chain analytics companies tend to focus on the bad wallets, right? Like who are the scams? What are the hackers? You know, who are the politically sanctioned different wallets and so on and so forth. So it it is like a very different perspective. That's true.
0: I see. And you mentioned already a few examples. I wonder what are some of the really creative things you have seen people do with NANDS? (laughs)
1: So, yeah, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence here, so I can try to give a few. I spoke to a crypto fund that shortly after getting their announcement account discovered that another fund was accumulating the same token that they themselves wanted to accumulate. And because of that, they accelerated their own accumulation of buying that token. And they told me that they literally saved hundreds of thousands of dollars in execution costs just from that one observation alone. Another example is I remember a customer telling us that they basically discovered what you might think of as insider trading. Effectively, one of the key members or someone related to one of the key team members in a project was buying their own token. And that made them think, hey, there's probably... Also
0: before a big announcement or anything impactful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so there there was no announcement yet, but you know, the someone who clearly had some link with the inner circle was accumulating the token. And so the, our customer decided, hey, I'm going to do the same. And rightly so, later on, the, the price ended up pumping 50% or something in a day. You know, So that's two examples.
0: Yeah, I, I can actually, give uh, yeah. another one that I saw this weekend. Yeah. With, for example, the CryptoPunk Mania, there were also some really nice screenshots where people found out uh, Trieros Capital had like a 5000 eve wallet buying nfts and yeah there was a lot of uh, things going on there as well and nansen was used to
1: that's right so it's often used for nfts i think in particular with the three arrows one i think that was later on debunked.
0: yes yes but they did buy art blocks and a few other punks but they weren't behind the 88 punk buy
1: correct yeah exactly so it's really great to see you know our community posting these screenshots and sharing them because it's pretty interesting all the stuff you can discover and and it is true also that nfts have become one of the core use cases for numson where people discover nft collections and also can do some basic due diligence on who is actually behind the purchases of these nfts that's true
0: yeah because they're pretty illiquid so it's important to know if it's not just one guy pumping his bags by for example buying the floor and making it seem like a lot of people are buying
1: true that's exactly it so this kind of insight you can get using nansen absolutely
0: i see and what makes you like different from a few of your competitors like is there a unique selling point that nansen has
1: yeah i mean the first one is we have the best wallet label coverage in the world like not even the aml companies have as good attribution or wallet labeling as we do for ethereum so I said we have close to a hundred million addresses labeled up. If I recall correctly, 73% of all the volume on Ethereum, we can trace back to a specific sender. So we can say like which entity sent those funds. And I think we're you're going to be able to push that metric up to hopefully around 80%. So on some days we've been above 90% as well. So it's quite crazy actually how good the coverage is. And then. There aren't that many other platforms where you can do I don't think there's any platform where you can do exactly the same thing as you can with Nonsense. So the wallet label covers just allows us to give you this overview that is, you know, a perspective that you can't get in any other platform. Of course there are other platforms that give you on-chain data and like maybe give you some macro stats, like you know, things like hash rate of Bitcoin or whatnot. But we tend to focus on the stuff that is really actionable and that can sort of help you understand the underlying narrative, certain market movements that that take place.
0: I see. And uh, what I also wondered, a lot of our listeners are probably not like uh, VCs or big investors. I wondered what kind of audience uses Nansen and would a retail investor also have benefits using it?
1: Great question. I like to be pretty honest about this because I don't want people to, you know, buy Numsen and then like become disappointed or that they have unrealistic expectations. My rule of thumb is if you manage, let's say, at least a hundred thousand dollars in in crypto holdings, then it's probably worth looking at a Numsen account. And the simple reason is that it's not a free product, right? It costs one hundred and fifty dollars a month. If you're doing that on an annual basis, it uh, works out to depending if you take advantage of annual pricing, let's say around $1,500 a year. If you manage $100,000 worth of crypto, that's 1.5% of your portfolio. And so I would not recommend people who say have you know $1,000 or $5,000 in crypto to buy a Numsen account. You could do the trial, which is $9. And maybe you can use it for a month, which is $150. But, you know, I have to say, at least for now, the main focus for us is, you know, the slightly bigger accounts, you know, all the way way up to the, the VC firms. Having said that, though, I would estimate that around 80% of our customers are individuals. So it's not like it's only VCs that use our product or market makers. Like the majority of our customers are actually individuals. But of course, they tend to manage a fair amount of crypto.
0: I see yeah we at Kryptonary we do like on-chain analytics for our members as well like my mainly just outflows inflows and we help them with understanding why the market goes up or down but I think indeed Nansen is a great way to expand your knowledge in that and especially if you manage larger amounts I also wondered one uh, important thing I noticed Nansen had a race I wondered how that went for you like For a startup, it's always an important moment when you start raising money.
1: Yes, that's right. We had two races, actually. So we did a seed round in October last year, and then we did a Series A that was announced about a month ago, which, you know, both were great events for us as a company. We could have chosen to try to bootstrap the company because we've had revenues from from day one, but we decided that we wanted to make a long-term commitment to our employees and say, hey, when you join our company you can be sure that we're not going to run out of money and we have to lay you off. So that was one of the key drivers. And of course, it allows us to scale up much faster so we can make longer-term commitments on our infrastructure. We can scale our team up much faster than we could without that capital. And so the seed round was led by Mechanism Capital, which is itself uh, one of the top DeFi crypto funds in the space, and Skyfall, which is a Nordic VC where the managing director is also himself an early Bitcoin investor and an early crypto investor, and then the Series A was led by Andreessen Horowitz or A16Z, which in my opinion is probably the top crypto investment firm at uh, at the moment. They're also one yeah, of the top they
0: also went companies. with OpenSea or Z around the same time. Like they're doing a lot of yeah. races. Yeah.
1: That's right. They have done OpenSea. They've done, you know, lots of great projects, many of which will be announced in the next few months and weeks and months ahead. Yeah.
0: Interesting. And I also wondered what your future is with Nansen. What's your goal for the project?
1: So we want to make sure that the future of finance becomes a reality. And we we believe that our role is to help the pioneers in this space, the people, basically anyone listening to this podcast we want to make sure that those people become winners in this new economy. And our mission is to surface the signal in all of this activity and noisy world of crypto. And we believe that if we surface a signal to these pioneers, they will emerge as winners. And when they are winners, they will reinvest into the crypto space, they will bring in more people. And overall, the future of finance, you know, DeFi, NFTs, blockchains will displace traditional finance. So that's what we do as a mission, right? Yeah.
0: I totally feel you with that. It's very important to educate the people that are being onboarded. Don't let them fall into scams. Help them with understanding the market. That's our goal as well as Cryptonary. And my last question, because you don't have a lot of time, I wondered, are there any projects or things happening in crypto you're excited about the coming weeks or months?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that's a lot. I would say... I think NFTs are like a big area, which is, it tends to get a bit overlooked and maybe underrated by many people within crypto. I think NFTs is really one of the things that's going to make crypto go fully mainstream. And of course, NFTs is a broad category, right? So, you know, it's often associated with digital art, which I think is a big use case for it. But I think another one is gaming. And so NFTs and gaming, I think it's going to be massive. It's like a no-brainer. I think at some point, we're going to look back and we're going to think it's crazy that these gaming platforms had items in the platforms, but you couldn't bring them with you. Like you didn't truly own them, you know? So I think that's a, a huge area. And of course, there are many great NFT projects ranging from, I would say, some of these like picks and shovels projects like NFTX, I think is really cool. NFT20, which is a similar project that... You also
0: NFT trader now, which makes it really easy to trade without having to worry about someone not sending you their NFT because they like you both have to put your NFT in the pool before the money gets sent. Yeah, so stuff like that. there are some so, great uh, solutions being built as well. Yeah.
1: Yes, a lot of the, a lot of these like infrastructure pieces for NFTs. I think that's like a very interesting investment area at least for now yeah
0: i spoke to snowfro on the last podcast about nfts as well and on the next podcast i'm hopefully uh, going to talk with the people from the sandbox you might know it
1: yeah that's great that's great very cool
0: yeah i'm very happy to have you at uh, on here uh, like i hope that we could have talked longer but you had a meeting after it
1: yeah very nice to, to be happy to jump on some other time
0: yeah if one of you uh, people that are listening want to learn more about nansen make sure to visit their website if you want to become a pro member at CryptoNary to learn more about cryptocurrencies DeFi, and nfts make sure to look at our website and i'm hoping to have you on in the future again so we can talk about some other things that are happening then who knows
1: yeah would love to look forward to it